It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down, break it all down the stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Welcome into the bottom line. News Radio 610-KONA, Thursday afternoon. The phone number is 547-1610 if you would like to get involved. You can also reach us via email, 610-KONA.com, bottom line page, your name, where you're listening, what you would like to say. Also on Twitter, bottom line 610, parlor at the bottom line 610, and our mobile app available for free at the Google Play and Apple stores. Rob Francis, Ed Dawson hanging with you. And, you know, there's been a lot of discussion um, about voting. There's been a lot of discussion about the elections. Um, and there's been a lot of dissatisfaction for a long time by people regarding government. Now, that doesn't seem to really be a new thing. That seems to kind of always be there to an extent. Uh, some cases you see some some movements happening. Uh, 1994, uh, 2006, 2014, uh, 2018, you saw some sweeps at, at the national level. You've seen sweeps at the local level. But the one thing you keep hearing over and over again from people is that they're not happy with government. And the United States Congress took a step in the 1940s to try and address something that has only grown in um, some people's minds as too much power by too many people. In the 1940s, they term-limited the president. They term-limited the president. After Franklin Delano Roosevelt served almost four full terms as president of the United States, they term-limited the president of the United States. Um, let's go to the phones, and then we'll jump back into the conversation. Five four seven one six ten is the number. You're up on the bottom line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Okay, guys, this is getting ridiculous. I mean, you're giving free face time, free air time to a yo-yo governor. He has no new information. Everything is the same. Um, all of his policies, all of his uh, give your face mask, uh, social distancing, has obviously not worked because all the numbers are going up according to the uh, health department's Nothing he's done is working. All he's doing is running for re-election. Why don't you just cut him off? Stop running his uh, daily uh, FaceTimes. Thank you. You want to take that or should I? Uh, you know, I, first of all, appreciate the phone call. Absolutely. And, and we, we like, you know, we like all opinions on this. Um, I, I Let me first say that, and maybe this needs to be... Um, put out as a reminder from more than what we do from time to time. There is a difference between 610 KONA's news product and news programming and this talk show. Uh, this talk show is based around Rob's opinion, my opinion, all of yours opinion. And, and that's why I appreciate the last caller from a talk show point of view, from a programming and news standpoint, 
it's it is our duty and obligation that when the governor of this state uh, addresses the state, whether we like him or not, whether we think what he's saying or not is important, it is our obligation to put it out as a news and information station. Um, so, again, it is separate from our opinion. Now, if if we if this was all opinion radio all the time, then yeah, we probably wouldn't run them so much. No, but this is a news and information station. And it is our duty and obligation to bring you as much of the information. And frankly, uh, I would think that more people would appreciate us running the governor live, unfiltered, in his own words, as opposed to editing his comments so that you can hear exactly what he's saying. And from there, you can agree or disagree. You have the information. We provide that information. Does that about cover it? And the other one other aspect to it is we have not taken every one of the governor's press conferences. We we get updates sometimes earlier than later, but sometimes they're an hour or two ahead of time. And we look at the agenda. We look what the governor's going to discuss. If we think it's important, we'll cover it. Uh, we have assisted living centers here. We have uh, senior living centers here that the announcement today was going to be important for people to hear. Uh, especially if they have loved ones in centers like that. So we look at what the governor is going to discuss, and we determine if it's going to be important for people in our area to know that information. And when you're talking about assisted living centers, it is important because we do have a number of them in this area. So uh, anything that had to do with that, we felt it was important to get out there over the air. So, And again, I appreciate the phone call yeah, because if, if, opinion. Well, and, and if nothing else, it gave us an opportunity to explain you know, because maybe there's other people that are wondering, oh, God, why do they keep running that bozo? I get it. I, I totally get it. But, you know, again, we have a, a duty and an obligation, much like we do uh, to report that there's uh, really dark clouds. They're kind of scary out there. They're moving in, Rob. It's, Picked up quick out it's, there. It's almost like the storm is upon us soon. I know. There's a lot of storms that are circling at this point in time. Um, but I want to jump back real quick because I, I, I've been – I've been doing a little thinking about this. I know it's scary. You might have smelled the smoke or saw like some burning somewhere. But for decades, lawmakers have failed to impose the same term limits upon themselves that they imposed upon the president of the United States. True. Because they represent the people. Exactly. And one of the things I think subconsciously with people is that they they value experience and they fear if there are too many without it. Um, for example, if you were to have a city council that was completely wiped out in one year and all new people voted it, what would your level of confidence be with Seven new people on a city council. You'd be a little nervous, wouldn't you? A bit. If you had three new people on a city council, but four people that had been there before, you wouldn't be so nervous, right? Probably not. Even if you had the opposite, three people with experience and four that were new, you'd still you'd be okay because you've got people that know what's going on that can help the newbies. Right. Okay. 
The House of Representatives, every single one of them is up for election every two years. Yeah. Every two years, every single one of them is up for election. Mm -hmm. Now, it's never happened before. There's been 100% turnover in the House. But like I mentioned before, we have seen waves. Yeah. We have seen waves. And I, I can't help but wonder if that's always been one reason why they have feared term limits is because of an excessive amount of turnover. At least when it comes to the House, an excessive amount of turnover. Because if you, th- if you think about it, you know, you could have a, r- a real large amount of turnover. So I want to throw an idea out there. I want to get, I w- I get people's thoughts on this. That if you were to put term limits in place, you keep the Senate the way it is. And when I say the Senate, I mean the, the, the way the Senate is elected. Because the Senate, one-third of the Senate is elected every two years. Yes. Okay, so it's it's one-third is up for election every two years. You change the way the House is elected. Instead of it being every two years and everybody runs, you extend House terms to three years. And then every year, one-third of the House is up for re-election. Hmm. So you pattern it after the Senate. Whereas a third of the body is up for re-election every year, three-year terms, and then you impose term limits upon the House and the Senate so that you constantly have experience, but yet you constantly have the ability to bring in fresh ideas, fresh people, and you have an expiration date on other individuals. Let's take a quick time out. Yeah. 5471610509547610 if you'd like to weigh in on uh, the plan that Rob just uh, laid out for the House of Representatives 5095471610 back with the bottom line after this The bottom line the only place that cares what you think call in now 5095471610 presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser News Radio 610-KONA. It is Thursday afternoon, 547-1610, the number if you would like to get involved. Robin Ed hanging with you. So, yeah, spitballing that one out there. Well, if you're just joining us, maybe recap. Yeah, but, you know, a lot of people aren't happy with Congress. They think Congress should have term limits. I agree. But there's always this something that's holding back people from voting out there representative because it's everybody else's representative not yours right right but if we change the structure of the house so that it's not at every two years all of them are up for re-election would that make it easier to impose term limits because you're not going to talk about a full wipeout in any one of the chambers and now that doesn't exclude you if you were say in the house and your term limit expired that you couldn't run for the senate but you just can't for the house. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Your name, where are you calling from? Uh, it's Dave Kennewick. What's up, Dave? You know, listening to Ansley Walk Wild not so bad. It uh, it allows us to appreciate the fact we don't have to listen to him all the time. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Dave. Maybe we need term limits on the governor. Yeah. I think we need term limits on the governor in Washington State. Yeah. Good luck getting that one passed. Yeah. 
But oh, you, you know, when the day comes that a, a Republican regains that, then guarantee you the next legislative session after that will be, oh, you know, we got to have term limits. Well, yeah, because it's a Republican. That's right. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hi, guys. It's Joe. Hi, Joe. What's going on? Hey, so, Rob, I'm proud of you. You finally figured out term limits. That's the plan I've had all along is the one you just have you just came up with, so you're stealing my ideas, but it's okay. I like it when you do it. Wait a minute, you, so, you wait, wait, wait. You, you I got it. I got to ask you, Joe. Did did we really come up with the same idea without ever talking to each other about restructuring the House of Representatives? Absolutely, fantastic. I've had, I've had that idea for a long time, but I have two caveats when you when you restructure it and you put it up that way. The term limit has to be no more than two terms, and in either house. And when they're done, they cannot ever become a lobbyist because they'll take that and they'll just then you'll have, you know, 500 ex-senators and congressmen being lobbyists and you'll still have the same mess in Washington that you've always had. I could buy I buy into the lobbies. I think two in the House is a little light. I would go three. I'd say nine years in the House and two terms in the Senate. Um, so I would throw an additional an additional three years there in the house, um, but you know, it's it's semantics in that regard. I mean, we'll let them. Oh wait, they won't ever figure it out. That's why we have to do it for them. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio six ten K. When your name, where are you calling from? Uh, this is James from the State of Liberty. Uh, I got to wonder about a worst case scenario. Inslee and Trump both uh, re- both reelected. Uh, is that going to be four more years of masking? Going to be four more years of what? Putting it, having to wear a face mask. No, we have no. to wear the face mask right now because of the uh, virus, so that we don't spread it. Right? I don't. Or I don't think make Trump look bad. I don't think the virus will be with us in four years, but uh, that's just that's just a spitball. I don't yeah. think we're gonna have it for four. But uh, you're, you're going to have pre- it for the rest of the year, probably. I, that'd I've be made, my guess. I've made my prediction on that front. I'm not yeah. going to repeat it. But uh, yeah, no, I I get it. I, but you maybe not the masks, but if both Trump and Inslee are reelected, um, you certainly will see the um, firebombs being lobbed um, oh, yeah. back and forth, um, probably, most most definitely. If, you know, if Inslee runs for a third term, you know, if he wins a third term, you know he will run for a fourth. He will run for a fourth because his ego will dictate that he has to be the longest serving governor in Washington state. Yeah, he wants he wants really badly to have a legacy, and I I'm being, oh he's got one already. I, I'm being very I'm being very serious. I, I about am this. too. He's already got one. Well, a mismanagement scandal, taxation spending. He's got a hell of a legacy right now. Well, and those on the left would say that he he is he is building a legacy too. Different things than you you just laid out, but. I, I think that it, you're right. I think the ego part is is huge in this. I mean, and that's why he dipped his toe in running for president too. Was was it was ego driven? But it's he really, really, really wants to go down in history uh, as uh, you know in the state of Washington. The problem is, and and it's ironic in it in in itself too, is that when Inslee does go down in history. As the whatever 
governor of all time in the state of Washington? No one will know because they don't teach history anymore. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Oh, Sparky. Hi, Sparky. What's up? I'm out in this wind building fence. Hey, um, um, I'll make. I'll try to make it quick. Thank God. I love you guys because you run coast to coast two to two nights. I mean, two twice every night to listen to it. Now the other night, uh, uh, no more fake news. dot com. A guy got on there. There's 310 million people in this country. 2.8 million die every year of different causes. Causes. Now they've five million have showed positive. And we've had 150,000 die. Now, I'm not saying it isn't a serious virus, but they're they're breaking this country. There's going to be, what, over 600 businesses close up permanently and maybe more than that. Something has to change. Uh, and, I, and I wear my mask. You know, I, I'm, I try to protect me and everybody else. But, okay, hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate the call. 547-1610 is the number. Um I, what I'm about to say is not trying to pander or take a side. It's just an observation. Um, what we have been hearing, uh, we've heard a lot of things from both the left and the right during this pandemic, certainly. Um, and although part of the narrative from the left has deviated a bit, there is one thing that has remained consistent in their messaging as to why we need to do certain things or not do other things. And it's based around fear. And by that, I mean fear of the unknown. We didn't, in the beginning of this year, know very much about COVID-19. Since then, we have learned a lot more. And we are... We continue to go down that road about treating and or preventing a virus that we didn't know a whole lot about a handful of months ago. So uh, that's just my kind of statement to keep perspective on things that now you can certainly argue that people are going to use that fear for as long as they can to dictate the terms to the general populace about what they want done. You can certainly make that argument, and you're not going to get much uh, pushback from me on that. But it's I, I get what the last caller saying the the deaths and and you know whether this was just like the flu. I mean that was floating around out there. I don't know if it's quite like the flu, but unfortunately people die in this country from various things. Yes, but the underlying theme of the quote unquote COVID nineteen pandemic is the fear of the unknown that we didn't know and to some degree still don't know enough about this to wipe it out. 547-1610-509-547-1610. We got to take a time out, get you some local news, and we'll come back with more talk and your calls. 547-1610 is the number. You can also reach us via email. 610kona.com, the bottom line page, your name, where you're listening, what you'd like to say. We're on Twitter, bottom line 610, parlor at the bottom line 610. And the free app on your mobile phone, Google Play, Apple Stores. We'll address uh, an email when we get back regarding the election. Interesting question, particularly in light of the fact that the governor at 51%. It's going to be a long road to beat him.
Can't get in by phone? Give us your bottom line through email. Send your thoughts from the bottom lines page at 610kona.com. Back to the bottom line with Rob and Ed, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610 KONA. Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Hey, if you get a chance, swing by CBD American Shaman on Clearwater in Kennewick across from the Grain Elevator. 100% natural CBD products. They are there from the seed to the shelf. They back every single one of their products 100% because they're there from the entire way. They're there when the seed is planted. They are there while the hemp plant is growing. They do their own testing. They have their own factory, their own product, 100% from beginning to end, so you know quality is as good as it gets. Plus, their nanotechnology makes their CBD products water-soluble. CBD American Shaman, all they sell is their own product, and they stand behind it 100%. Talk to the experts about what your CBD needs may be, whether it's pain relief, whether you're having a difficult time sleeping, whether you need an extra boost of energy, whether you just want something to help you relax at the end of a hard day. Talk to the experts at CBD American Shaman across from the Grain Elevator on Clearwater in Kennewick. So we got an interesting email, Ed. Yeah. Mike in Kennewick asks, in your opinion, what does Culp have to do in order to have a long shot at beating Inslee? Well, he already has a long shot. Yeah. He doesn't have to do anything to have maybe, a long maybe shot. He's it's already m- got one. Maybe it's, it's a realistic shot. Yes. At- Let's remember Buster Douglas had odds of 42 to 1 against him, uh, against him, against Mike Tyson, and Douglas knocked Tyson out in Japan. There is some hope if Culp does the right things with help from the Republican Party. What do you think? Well, it looks like, I mean, it's not all said and done yet. Uh, there's, still, there's still votes out there, but it looks like Lauren Culp has a better than not chance of making it out of the primary to face Jay Inslee. And the Tyson-Douglas analogy is interesting because Mike Tyson took Buster Douglas for granted. Didn't think Buster Douglas has a shot and underestimated his opponent. Much like what happened in 2012, in my opinion, with Rob McKenna and Jay Inslee. Rob McKenna underestimated his opponent and Jay Inslee won the election. The one thing that's going to be, I think, the most interesting thing here, it could be Lauren Culp's biggest strength. It could also be his Achilles heel. And that is he is a law enforcement officer. Hmm. The climate in eastern Washington is obviously very pro-law enforcement. Yeah, There is some... And you could argue whether it's growing or not, dissatisfaction with law enforcement, particularly in the Seattle area. Now, that is probably not going to help Lauren Culp. But then again, I don't think Lauren Culp is expecting a slew of votes out of Seattle. But there are other areas of King County and there are other counties on the west side that do value law enforcement. And in a defund the police mode and mentality, could Lauren Culp being a law enforcement officer help him 
with votes on the west side of the state in areas that they are afraid that defund the police could be a statewide thing. And they would like a governor who will not do that. Um, It will hurt him in very left-leaning areas. No ifs, ands, and buts about it. They will not vote for a police officer. But there may be some areas and there may be some independent voters that because he is a police officer, may vote for him. Well, you bring up independent voters, and that's uh, that's right up my alley. And first of all, I am not speaking for all independent voters other than the one that's talking to you right now, because that would kind of defeat the purpose of an independent voter if I spoke for all of them. Having said that, let's look at this from a broad sense. And I'm, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying, but, but think of it in these terms. The diehard Democrats are going to vote for Inslee. The diehard Republicans and those who do not like Inslee are going to vote for Culp. Again, if Culp is, in fact, the one that gets through, sure looks like he is. This Because Inslee got 51% of the vote, that gray area in the middle, those independent voters, the purple people, if you will, not yes. red or, or blue, could very well decide this election. Could. Could certainly make things really, really interesting, that's for sure. Having said that, does Lauren Culp resonate with independent voters? That's that's the question that I that I ask. Um, he doesn't resonate with me. I, I'm an independent voter. I'm speaking for me as an independent voter. Um, he doesn't resonate with me. Um, and and I don't want to get into the litany of reasons why not. I can't stand Inslee. I think that's abundantly clear if anybody has listened to the show for any length of time. But I don't know that Culp is the answer to unseat Inslee. I could be wrong. And, I, and I'm leaving myself open to the fact that over the next couple of months, maybe Culp will resonate with me once he gets more out on the campaign trail or we hear more about him or, or, or not. I don't, I don't know. If I had to vote today, I don't think I could vote for either of those two candidates. Just being honest with you. So I don't know if that really answers the, the emailers question, um, asking our opinion about what kind of chance he has. My answer in a long winded way is to say, Does he or will he resonate with those independent voters? Will he resonate with the people that are definitely fed up with Inslee, but aren't too sure if Culp is the answer? Is he going to resonate with those folks like me? 547-1610-509-547-1610. You can email us, too, by going to the website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page and send us your question or comment. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 K1A. Your name, where are you calling from? Uh, it's Chris from Richland. What's up, Chris? Uh, I kind of think a little bit like Ed, kind of, sort of. Um, I'll take that as a compliment, Chris. Well, it's always <laughs> a compliment, Ed. It should always be a compliment. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of voters out there because this was a primary didn't there's a lot of people who would have normally 
voted for guy people on the left and people a little left of center would have voted for Inslee, went ahead and voted for Inslee. There might be some retractions. Some people might come back off of that number once they get a better feeling of who these candidates were. There were a lot of new names. A lot of guys, a lot of people you didn't get really didn't get a chance to, to get deep into knowing them much. Uh, because of COVID, um, it, it kind of uh, prevented us from getting very close to the candidates. But I didn't vote for Colt first. But I despise Inslee. And short of Satan running against him, I will vote for him. So that's where I'm standing at right now. Thank you. Appreciate the call. 547 Let's hope that people don't write in Satan. I, I I actually I'd have a tough choice there. I might actually I might actually lean towards Satan. We know we we know what to expect there. Um, but as far as as far as getting back to to Mike's question, and you know, with help from the Republican Party, look, the Republican Party is going to have to determine sooner than later what they are going to do. Um, there were five candidates out there that they just sat back and watched. Yep. They did not really get involved. Now, you can look at that two ways. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to get involved. You're not supposed to. You're supposed to encourage people to run. You're supposed to see the best person, you know, to come out and so on and so forth. They, the five were very different. And... The problem that the Republican Party is going to, is going to face now is that the five candidates had distinguished dis- distinctive camps. Yeah, they had distinctive camps, uh, and there was some sniping between those camps. And so now, what Chairman Caleb Heimlich and company are going to need to try and do is salve wounds. And see if everybody's going to come behind for the for the betterment of beating Jay Inslee. But there is a bigger problem than that, and that problem is fifty one percent. Yeah, that that is now it's not insurmountable. No, if, it's if, not insurmountable. If he would have gotten much higher, then it'd be a lot harder to to argue that anybody who would have a chance to unseat Inslee. There, yeah. I I will say this. Um, like him or not, and certainly not enough people liked him because he isn't going to move on, Tim Iman, either either Tuesday night or Wednesday morning, uh, came out pretty quickly thanking his supporters and said that he was going to be committed to making sure that he that Inslee didn't get reelected. Now, he didn't come out and fully endorse Culp or anybody else, but... I don't know that we've heard from any other candidates right now. And maybe they're waiting to see if the tide changes. But it looked from the initial night where Culp had double-digit percentages and no one else did. Yeah. Um, you know, we haven't heard from Josh Freed. We haven't heard from Dr. Garcia, you know, Phil Fortunato. We haven't heard from some of these people. And, you know, since Tuesday, uh, I'm not saying that they all need to concede, but... Um, that might be telling too with the with the with the nature of the fracturedness sure. of the party. It, you know, maybe I, I don't know. Um, look, Lauren Culp is a different kind of candidate 
than than the Republican Party has has had. Um, somebody that is kind of polarizing on, on some things. You know, he, he's not he's not uh, he's not a he's West not Bill, Side Republican. He's, he's not a West Side Republican. That's true. He's he, not a West Side Republican. He's not a Bill Bryant. He's uh, not Dino Rossi. He's, he's certainly not, Rob not McKenna. No. No, I mean those. The, all three of them. Well, Bryant wasn't as smooth as no. as, as Rossi and and McKenna were. Right, but they were polished, mm-hmm. experienced mm-hmm. politicians. And could that allure work for Lauren Culp, Culp? That he does not have that polish. That he does speak pretty raw. I mean, we talked to him. He came across very direct. Yes, when we spoke with him, he did not hide from any questions we asked him. Um, did not say he couldn't give us an answer or speak to because of this, 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 or this. He answered everything we put in front of him. And, and that's certainly something to respect. Um, but let's be real. Inslee is ripe for the picking. Oh, he is. This time around. But, he is ripe for the picking, and, but is Culp the guy to do well, it? Well, he's a better candidate than Bill Bryant was. That's not saying much, I know. Because Bill Bryant was a cardboard cutout. But... He's a better candidate than Bill Bryant was. Now back to the bottom line on News Radio 610, KONA, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509 547 1610. Bottom line, News Radio 610, KONA, 547-1610. If you'd like to get involved, swing by, see our good friends at Perfection Tire with four locations to serve you in the Tri-Cities, locally owned and operated, and have been that way for decades. They've got the trust of the community because they treat them like family. And it doesn't matter if you just need if you need more than tires worked on or you need more than just tires. They do brakes. They do shocks. They do air conditioning. Really, they do just about everything. Find out for yourself. By going to PerfectionTire.com, stop by one of the four Perfection Tires in the Tri-Cities area. 547-1610 if you'd like to get involved in the program. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. Um, you know, as you mentioned, Ed, Lauren Culp is a different kind of candidate than Republicans have had. In fact, I've seen some things thrown around that uh, if anybody thinks that Washington is a moderate Republican state anymore, well, that might be changing. Um, but we, we, when was the last time we had a candidate from Eastern Washington for governor? Hmm. That's a good one. I don't know. Okay. Well, there's one element of it. So, well, <laughs> well, well but no, but seriously, no, I, I'm going to, well, I'm going to kind of be tongue in cheek. Jay Inslee. Yeah, not really. I know. I'm tongue in cheek. Yeah, I mean, you he, can make that argument. Yeah, you could because he's, but he, I mean, he moved to the West Side to reestablish and forward his political career. That's right, to bolster his profile with the Dems and, right, he, and eventually get elected. But, yeah, but again, he yeah, did live out, you know, in, Yakima, near, near Yakima yeah, and uh, was a congressman yes, from that area. So yes. I'm just. Hightailed it to the West Side right. when he got beat in 94. You, and, you asked a question yeah, and I answered. Right, well. Candidate that we call our own from the west, from the east side. How's that? Okay. Um, but it's been a long time since you've had a Republican from the east side run. Does that factor into it a little bit? Well, it could. But but here's the thing: he doesn't get the totals 
amongst all of those candidates without getting some support on the west side. You have Absolutely. to have some. You've got to have some support on the west side. Yeah. And look, the numbers don't look great. No. And 51% for Inslee looks like a very tall order to beat. Not insurmountable. And it's not insurmountable because more people will vote in the general than they did in the primary. It's going to be the question of who. And what is the message? Honestly, I think you focus, I think you do not focus as much on COVID-19 as you do Chop and Chaz. Hmm. I think you show the photos of the fires and the riots. You put together advertisements to talk about the lawlessness in Seattle. Uh, Put together a number of things that show disrepair. And use try and use the law enforcement credentials as a way to bolster the fact that you will restore that safety and order as governor to Seattle and other areas of the state that have been impacted by riots, not protests. Fair enough. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Kathy from Quincy. Hi, Kathy. What's going on? <laughs> well, I, I was listening to you guys. And you were talking about how uh, these other guys that ran as Republicans were such polished politicians. Well, how far did that get us? It didn't get us the governorship. So anyway, and then you were talking about Inslee being from the eastern side. The closest that Inslee, because he was trying to go and appeal to the farmers and all that, the closest that man got to farming was when he stood in front of that John Deere tractor in his blue jeans and a pair of boots. And uh, so anyway, as far as Culp goes, he's a hunter. he hunts, he fishes, he's got a pretty decent uh, idea of what to do with the homeless, you know, or at least he has an idea. And uh, I think that he's one that what he says he's going to do, he's going to do. Now, he came out uh, to start with, you know, that he did not want to take the guns away from anybody, you know, because the Second Amendment. Well, these other uh, candidates, they never mentioned any of that until that kind of got to where people were kind of, you know, yeah, I kind of like cult because of that. And then they started bringing up, you know, that there was going to be law and order and all this kind of stuff. So he was there ahead of the game. And I think anything he says he wants to do or would do, you can bet on it. Appreciate the call. We're up against a commercial break. Uh, appreciate hearing from you in Quincy. Thank you so much for the call. Five four seven one six ten. True. I, I the, the caveat and the asterisk has to go next to Dino Dino Rossi, right? Because he technically did win two of the three oh, ballot counts. Dino Rossi was governor of the state of Washington twice. Yeah, for two thousand and four for a short amount. Um, you know and. Obviously, he had the best shot. Oh, and, fraud. And it, well, you know. Um, but I, I get what the caller's saying. You know, maybe, hey, you know what? A non-politician is sitting in the White House uh, trying to get reelected. Could we be doing the same in this state, bringing a non-politician to the governor's mansion? 